If you've been to a restaurant, you've seen this. I think I'm going to say 95% of the times I've been out to a restaurant in the past several months, they have this. And they brought them in through the course of the pandemic because they didn't want to be handing menus from one customer to the next and they had to wipe them down and blah, blah, blah. And on they went. So basically what they came up with is a QR code. It's a sticker that you see smack right on the table. You walk in, you take out your phone, you pull out your camera, boom. And the menu opens up on your phone. It's slick. It's convenient. There's no question about it. It's so convenient that I'm almost positive that most restaurants will continue with this after the pandemic is over. If the pandemic is over or when the pandemic is over. We'll continue to see this because, you know, it it saves costs for them and on and on. What about any... We're always concerned now with privacy and security, especially when we're scanning things like that and using different systems. Do we need to have concerns about these? To find out, we're going to chat with Yuan Stevens, who's a cybersecurity expert at Ryerson University. Yuan, thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Hello, happy to be here. Okay, so let's talk about uh, these QR codes. First of all, how do they work? I mean, it, what it's just basically opening a web link on your phone, is it not? Yeah, so QR codes are a type of barcode, and uh, they were created in the 90s by a person in Japan. And they're a machine-readable code that can store significantly more information than a traditional barcode because information is stored horizontally and vertically. Mm-hmm. So you can use them for business purposes. It's not just for opening websites. But, yeah, they're really uh, machine-readable code. And, you, you know, a lot of phones didn't used to have the cap- capability of reading them. But then in the last several years, phone, you know, iPhones, Android, et cetera, have, um, you know, been updated so that we can actually scan these codes with um, our camera. So, I mean, is it any different than you going opening up Safari or whatever browser you have on your phone, Google Chrome, whatever, and typing in the um, restaurant's website? Is it any different than that? Does it access anything else differently? Well, what's different is you have an intermediary. You have this uh, sort of door, if you will, though that's not a great metaphor. But a QR code is something, it's like a portal that takes you somewhere. Okay. And every time you use uh, technology to make your life easier, you're going to have a trade-off. So um, and the URLs themselves are, uh, are you know, it's sort of, you can, you can even understand them as a type of technology, but they don't often have, you know, more than one purpose. They're right. really just like an address. But QR codes are both an address and also a conduit to get to your destination. Um, what that means is that, uh, you know, they're not, you, you can actually, uh, right now a lot of them aren't centralized, but it could be possible that a provider of um, a QR code could potentially store data on any QR codes that they provide that are scanned. So all that to say is that, you know, with each new layer of technology comes risks. Exactly, yeah. So when we scan a QR code, what kind of information potentially um, are we handing over? I mean, how far, how far does it go? What can they access when we scan these codes? Yeah, so, I, you know, the, I'll focus for now on... The, the restaurants who can who use QR codes. Um, I'm not going to wade into too much of the hypothetical around the creators of QR codes themselves and any sort of company that's selling QR codes because that's something, you know, I don't know too much about that and it remains fairly hypothetical. Mm. But when you do scan a QR code at a restaurant, um, then, you know, restaurants are going to have, have the potential to have a lot more of your information than if you were just holding a, a menu. And that's because... When you use a QR code, you visit it from a browser, and it shows your IP address. It shows your geographic location. It shows, it shows information about your device. 
It shows your screen size. These are things that restaurants or anyone who uses a or who provides a QR code, you know, these are this is information that they can access. Um, and so, I, I, you know, it's it's true that for now QR codes are fairly benign, but it is really important to be careful because of the potential right. risks that they pose to us, including the potential for um, injection into. And well, I'll get there in a second, but yeah, they. It, it, I'll just say it's hypothetical, but it, there are some risks. Yeah. So at this point, we're not talking about. Um, them being able to access any sort of personal identity features or financial information or anything like that. It's basically just tracking who you are, where you are, and what device you're using. Yeah, exactly. It's like the data about who you are. It's not necessarily your name or um, that kind of thing. What can they do with that? Well, uh, when... You know, now that restaurants are increasingly going to have access to our our digital information, um, it definitely means that it'll change some practices to some extent. So it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if restaurants could change their prices more easily because their menus are digital. They could also put certain things at the top of their menu or website because they'd want you to buy that. So we do have to be careful of the fact that um, our inform our, our you know our behavior could be nudged a bit because of us using uh, digital menus. So much like social media, they'll track what you have shown a preference for before and then feed you that information. Exactly. Oh, and another thing is that QR codes are also being used for uh, contact tracing, at least in in Quebec where I live. And uh, that is significant because, you know, you're not giving your information to, um, you know, the QR code itself, but you're giving your information via a QR code to the person who's running whatever website or platform they direct you to. So that's another thing we need to be careful of, is that QR codes could be falsified, and you could be taken either to a completely obviously um, different website or, or app even um, that wants to have your, like where the person who created that wants to take your information, or a really smart uh, hacker who has malicious intent could take you to a website that looks like the website that you thought you would be visiting right. and then take your information that way. Oh, man. And again, this all comes down to consent. I guess basically just by opening your camera and taking a shot of the QR code, you're implying your consent, right? Like nobody's asking you when you go to the restaurant if you consent to doing this. Consent really matters, but if you also think you're consenting to one thing, but then you actually something else happens, then it would make sense to me that... Uh, that you wouldn't necessarily be responsible because you thought that you were engaging in something that wasn't going to take advantage of you. Right. Um, Yeah. And uh, like I said, these aren't going away. We're seeing them more and more, and I imagine restaurants love this. It makes things easier for the staff. It makes it cheaper for them to operate. This is something we're going to have to get used to, I think, going forward, right? I think so. I, I... if I were a restaurant owner, I would absolutely, you know, be using a QR code. And I see that they're being used for, um, they've already been in use at places like art galleries, where maybe you want to learn a little bit more yep. about the art. And then another thing I think we may need to be careful of is that QR codes can be used for payment. So in, in, in China, um, having done research on this, um, 85% of people use QR codes through their digital wallet to pay for things in 2020, mm-hmm. which actually increased from 60, from 6% in 2019. And they, what they do is they use things like Alipay or WeChat Pay. Um, the equivalent to this in Canada, we would know this to be like PayPal, for example. So you can actually put money into your PayPal wallet and then pay with a QR, a QR code. And knowing, you know, if we're going to pay with QR codes, that is going to be something that will also pose 
risks as much as it will as much as it'll make our lives easier yeah exactly i mean the convenience always comes with the risk thank you for walking us through it i appreciate your time this morning thank you happy to be here that is Yuan stevens who is a cybersecurity expert at ryerson university